0: I've been asked in the last few days, how do we remain sane with all the events that is going on? With the world turning around, what are we meant to think? How do we remain sane? with staying at home, we're davening at home. Things are different, everything is changing. What are we meant to think? I don't have any personal answer to this. It's too difficult of a question to answer. It's the question that should be posed to the G'doli Adar. But just one small, tiny horror. And that is as follows there was a six-year-old child that was holding her father's hands as they walked towards the gas chambers in Auschwitz. And she doesn't understand exactly what's going on. She's six years old. What does she understand? She hears the barking dogs. She hears the orders. She sees frightening faces of her father and others as well. She doesn't know what to think. And as they're walking slowly towards the gas chambers, she looks up at her father And she's holding his hand tight, as any child would hold their parents' hand tight. And she looks up and she says, Tati, I have a question. And her father looks down, pitiful, at his young daughter. And he thinks, oh, my young daughter, you don't understand what's going on, you have no idea. But it's almost going to be over. That's what he's thinking in his head. He wouldn't tell her this, but that's what he knows. It's almost over. What can she want at this moment? And she looks up with her innocent eyes. And she says, Tati, I have a question. Is Moshiach going to come? And he looks down at this innocent child. And he says, yes. Yes. Moshiach is going to come. Even when we're walking to where we're walking to. Even in the situation that looks so bad. But yes. Moshiach is going to come. Look at the amunah that they had. Look at the amunah that they expressed. That they displayed in such a situation, there is no answer to what's going on right now. We don't understand it. It makes no sense. It's something that no one ever would have imagined. No one could have ever predicted. But it's here. And there is only one way that we can survive. And we can get through this. And that is emuna. There is no other way. And there are two ways that a person can take it. As the Mishalem bring, there was a Yid who got on a bus from Tel Aviv to Yerushalayim. It's not a familiar route he never normally did it. He had to go there. He gets on the bus, and there's another from fellow sitting next to him. And about ten minutes into the into the ride, he says to him, "Do you recognise this way? Do you recognise where we're going?" I, I thought the way to Ushalim is different. He says, I, "I have no idea. I'm sorry. I don't take this route too often, but you know, I'm sure it's okay. The driver's taking us to Jerusalem. No, no, no. But I, I've done this a couple of times, and it looks interesting. I don't recognise it." He says, "Listen, I really, I'm really sorry. I, I, I don't know the way. I can't help you." Okay. Closes his eyes. The other guy's nervous. He's thinking, what's going on? He's looking out the window. He's biting his nails. A few minutes later, he taps the guy on the shoulder. It says, do me a favor, please. Do you recognize the way? I don't recognize the way. It doesn't make sense. Maybe he's kidnapping us. Who knows what's going to happen? This, that, the other. Who knows? The guy says, listen, I'm really, I, I mummish don't know. I, I, there's a driver. He's taking us to Rishalim. It says Rishalim on the bus. I'm sure he's taking us there. Please let me have a rest when he closes his eyes and goes to sleep and the other guy is sittering he doesn't know what to do he's biting his nails pulling out his hair which way what's going to happen he's projecting in his mind all sorts of things that could be happening or oh, he's going to kidnap us and take us all to who knows some Arab town what's going to happen finally 45 minutes later comes off a side road he sees it pulls up to Yerushalayim and there they are they get at the bus stop and these two men get off the bus they both get off the bus in Yerushalayim one of them is completely He's sweating and he's, oh my gosh, I can't believe we made it. He's nervous of anything, he's exhausted, 45 minutes of work. The other guy is restful, peaceful, because he believed. It's an unbelievable thing. We have an opportunity at this time to take it in both ways. We could be nervous, what's going to be, what's going to happen, how's it going to end up, what's going to look, who's going to get affected, how many people. We could be busy all the time, sending messages, receiving messages, passing on messages, what about this, what about that, what about all sorts of things. Or we can just believe and have emunah that the Rabboni Shalom is running the world. And it's so obvious. It's so obvious that the Rabboni Shalom is running the world. And when we know that, we'll rest. We can rest. We can relax. We can know. We'll do our best. We'll daven for Mashiach. We'll believe Mashiach is coming. We'll do tshuva. We'll work on Shmiras Haloshen. We'll try to daven as best kavan as we possibly can in our homes. We'll do everything we possibly can. Heshtadlis will do. But leave it all to the Rabboni Shalom. He's right now pulling the strings. Everything's happening. We're just puppets on those strings and the Rabbani is pulling those strings. Let's relax. Let's enjoy. Let's try to be the best Yid that we can. Work on the things that we need to work on and leave the rest for the Rabbani That, in my small, tiny opinion, is how to deal with it.